we thank you for grace we thank you for your mercy we thank you for your love that you have bestowed upon us father we say holy holy are you lord we honor you we adore you come and take charge of this meeting come and lead us come and guide us oh lord speak to us put treasures in this message for each and every one of us enlighten us open our minds open the eyes of our understanding to understand your word oh lord we pray that we will live here blessed we'll live here imparted may your word may your seed oh lord sing deep into our soul sing deep oh lord into our heart may it be may it sing deep on fertile grounds and may it grow and bear fruit in the mighty name of jesus amen hallelujah hallelujah so when um god gave me this word at that time i can tell you that i hadn't experienced it i hadn't been in that situation you know when God gave me this word, it was like, get a pen and paper and let me tell you a mystery, you know. And God gave me this mystery. God gave me this word, which has literally opened my eyes to a whole lot of things. When I actually got to impact, um, when I actually got to experience it, <laughs> it was something else. But then the fact that God had spoken to me the fact that god had given me the mystery helped me or helped me to manage that situation when i experienced it hallelujah it opened my mind it, it gave me a whole world view on it the title of the message my message today is the cave of adulam yes hallelujah the cave of adulam if you have heard of you know this before you can just this statement or this word before you can just give me a thumbs up in the comment section if you've heard something like that of the sort the cave of adela hallelujah it says here in first samuel chapter 22 verse 1 to 2 first samuel chapter 22 verse 1 to 2 i'm placing it in the comment section so everyone can see David departed from there and escaped to the cave of Adullam. And when his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down there to him. And everyone who was in distress, and everyone who was in debt, and everyone who was bitter in soul, gathered to him, and he became commander over them. And there were with him about 400 men. Hallelujah. 400 men 400 is really prophetic 400 is really prophetic so they were with him 400 men it says the israelites were in slavery for 400 years it was actually 430 years but it was prescribed that they would be in slavery for 400 years 400 men so in this situation king david was being sought after by king saul and King Saul was seeking David to kill him. He was possessed by a demon, an evil spirit. The spirit of the Lord had left him and an evil spirit had, you know, come upon him. And he started to, you know, pursue David to kill him suddenly because he was threatened by him. His kinship was threatened. And, you know, this evil spirit stirred up 
hatred, jealousy, and anger of the king against David. So David had to run away. David has to, you know, hide. And one of the places that he hid was the cave of Adullam. He hid at plenty places, but this was different. This was different. Hallelujah. And when you go ahead, you understand and have a deeper insight into this. What is a cave? A cave is a natural underground chamber in a hillside or cliff, hollow, a hole or depression in something. So a cave is literally something underground. It's naturally created underground. You can see stone caves, you know, caves in, in rocks. It's, it's a hole under in, in something, maybe a hillside or a cliff. It's a hollow something, a, a hole or depression. And that is a cave, an underground chamber. What is the meaning of Adulam? Adulam means justice of the people. It is. It was a town of the Canaanites allotted to Judah and lying in the lowlands. It says, site of the cave where David hid. So it was a town of the Canaanites which was allotted to Judah, which means praise. And, they, and it's, it was lying in the lowlands, so it was a lowland, it wasn't high. This should tell you that David was in a low place. David was in a low place and that brought him to the cave of Adullam. If you look at the root meaning of Adullam, it's Adla, which means the justice of Jehovah. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and as we go ahead, we understand. I pray that may the eyes of your hearts or your understanding be open into this word and may it speak to you. May it go deep into your soul. May it impact you. May it strengthen you and encourage you, empower you for times as such in the mighty name of jesus so what is the concept of the cave of adulam we can say in all the running away from saul david went and took shelter in the justice of god like literally when he was running away he went to take shelter in the cave of adulam he went to take shelter in the justice of god like what does this mean it's like David was seeking, you know, shelter. He was seeking a place to hide. And there was no place for him to hide than in the justice of God. Meaning he sought justice for his soul. He sought justice. He was an innocent man being pursued by a, 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 a king that was just jealous, that was just threatened by him. And he sought what he sought the justice of God. So we can say that the justice of God is a place in the spiritual realm. It is a realm of the spirit. The, the cave of Adullam is a place in the realm of the spirit. Though physically we saw David hiding in the cave of Adullam, it is a realm of the spirit. If it is a place, then what is the use? Which people possess it? How was David able to become a commander? in the justice of god which is a realm like literally looking at david's life god used david as a weapon to bring justice upon nation like this was literally david's ministry 
he was used to bring justice upon nations so when he wanted to build the the lord's house god said no because your hands are stained with blood he was used to bring justice on the nations hallelujah that was his ministry so he needed to enter the cave of adullam to possess it for david to enter into his full ministry for david to enter into that which god had called him to be he needed to take possession of that very thing the cave of adullam hallelujah god bless you brother for giving us a vivid picture of a cave hallelujah some 37 verse 27 to 29 some 37 verse 27 to 29 it says turn from evil and do good then you will dwell in the land forever for the lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones hallelujah wrongdoers will be completely destroyed the offspring of the wicked will perish the righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever and this is a psalm we know the psalms was written by david and other ministers but literally it's about david and here david is saying that turn from evil and do good then you will dwell in the land forever for the lord that's what loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones he loves the just god loves those who are just god loves justice and will not forsake his faithful ones isaiah chapter 30 verse 18 yet the lord longs to be gracious to you therefore he will rise up to show you compassion for the lord is a god of what justice because he said blessed are all who wait for him the lord is a god of justice like justice is literally the foundation of his throne that is literally his kingship he's a god of justice hallelujah deuteronomy chapter 16 verse 20 says follow justice and justice alone so that you may live and possess the land the lord your god is giving you hallelujah follow justice and justice alone so that you may live and possess the land the lord your god is giving you so god requires that we follow justice the way of the just proverbs 21 verse 3 in solomon's wisdom to do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the lord than sacrifice and this was the lifestyle of david to do justice and judgment which is more acceptable than sacrifice hallelujah psalm 7 verse 6 arise O lord in thy anger lift up thyself because of the rage of my enemies and awake for me to the judgment that thou hast commanded me justice judgment that is the god we serve that is the foundations of his throne ladies and gentlemen let's dive deeper let's dive deeper it says in proverbs 21 verse 15 when justice is done it brings joy to the righteous but terror to evildoers so when justice is done it brings joy to the righteous the righteous is joyful when there is justice god is joyful when there is justice when his people have been justified that is why he brought his son jesus christ to justify us no wonder jesus is 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 from david no wonder jesus 
is, is a descendant of David. Why? Because he justified mankind. And that was the ministry of David. Justice. Hallelujah. So what is the use of the cave of Adullam? Going deeper into the meaning of the cave of Adullam. What is the use? What is the use of you know the realm of justice? What is the use? It says it is a place of refuge or hiding where the justice of God is executed. Hallelujah. It is a place of refuge or hiding where the justice of God is executed. And justice also means fairness, impartial and just treatment or behavior without favoritism. Hallelujah. Today I'm here to teach. So you have to get your pens and your paper and, and, and you have to be attentive to it. Hallelujah. Psalm 89 verse 14 Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Hallelujah. The foundation of God's throne is righteousness and justice. First, he is righteous. Then, he is justice. Those are the foundations of his throne. So, as a king, God's foundation, God's entire kingship, is based upon righteousness and justice and that was the ministry of david that's why his kinship david david's kinship is even like he's one of the greatest kings ever why because he walked in the ministry of justice he walked in the realm of justice literally the basis of god's throne he actually executed justice as god will as a king hallelujah it said in first samuel 22 verse 1 david departed from there and escaped to the cave of adulam so in this scripture it is made known that david sought refuge in the cave of adulam when you read previous chapters you understand that david was running away from saul as i said earlier everywhere he went seemed unsafe that is from Abimelech the priest to Akish king of Gath because Saul sought to like Saul sought him to kill him. Like someone can say David could have killed Saul. He could have killed him easily. He was the next in line for kingship. He could have killed Saul. But scripture makes us understand that thou shalt not touch the Lord's anointed. Though Saul was rejected. He was still anointed. And you can't take part in what you have dishonored. Hallelujah. So David sought justice. Not just, you know, when he became a king. But then he sought the, the justice of the Lord in his personal life. He was so much into understanding. He had a deeper meaning into God's justice. That he didn't even want to touch King Saul. Though he could have killed him and he was the next king. He didn't want to take matters into his own hands. He wanted to be justified by God to be a king. Because Saul also was anointed. So he didn't kill Saul. Because the scripture says that thou shalt not touch the Lord's anointed. He knew the scriptures and he went according to it. That oh no, though I am to be king, though I have been anointed. May God justify me to be that king. Hallelujah. He didn't take matters into his own life. So you realize that his lifestyle was a lifestyle of justice. He walked a, a lifestyle of justice. He actually operated in the realm of justice. 
Hallelujah. And I believe it was something that was imparted upon him also when he was anointed as king. It said here in Psalm 103 verse 6, it says, The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed, all who are treated unfairly. So David had only one option, to seek refuge in the God of justice the cave of Adulam. So if you are someone that God has bestowed upon you a kingship anointing, know that you have to walk in the realm of justice. Hallelujah. You have to walk in the realm of justice. Jesus sought justice so much that he justified us. Hallelujah. You have to walk in the realm of justice. You have to seek the justice of God because that is the foundation of his throne. Says the Lord executes righteousness and justice. It is something that God does. He executes justice. He executes righteousness for all who are oppressed, all who are treated unfairly. Is there anyone who is treated unfairly? God will justify you. Is there anyone who has been maltreated? God will justify you. Is there anyone? who has encountered wickedness from people, God will justify you. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 35 says, Vengeance is mine and recompense. Their foot shall slip in due time, for the day of their calamity is at hand, and the things to come hasten upon them. God is the God of justice, therefore vengeance is, is his. He seeks to execute justice. So he said, vengeance is mine. He is the one that executes that vengeance. If you have been treated unfairly, God is the one that will seek vengeance in your favor. Hallelujah. The God of justice. The God of justice. And David had only one option than to seek refuge in the God of justice because he was being treated unfairly. He was an innocent man that was sought by a powerful man just because he was jealous of him. He was being treated unfairly. Because of him, priests were being killed. I'm just imagining the pain, the pain he was going through, the sorrow he was going through. Like, what have I done? What have I done? But this man seeks to kill me. This man was once anointed by God. Why does he seek to kill me? I have no one. But David remembered that he had God. He had God. Though no one was there for him, God was there for him. So he sought refuge in the justice of God. Hallelujah. Let's move on. It says that which people take refuge in the cave of Adullam? We know David took refuge in the cave of Adullam. But in scripture, we realize that some people also came there. So it's not only David. It's not only kings that seek refuge in the cave of Adullam. It's not only the beloved. David means the beloved, if I'm right. That only seek refuge in the cave of Adullam. But other, other people came to David in the cave of Adullam. Hallelujah. Let's read this, the scripture again, the previous scripture. It says in 1 Samuel chapter 22, verse 1 to 2, David departed from there and escaped to the cave of Adullam. And when his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down there to him. 
and everyone who was in distress and everyone who was in debt and everyone who was bitter in soul gathered to him and he became commander over them and there were with him about 400 men hallelujah so it says first that and when his brothers and all his father's house heard it they went down there to him so first were the brethren the brethren took refuge in the cave of adulam who are the brethren that is the people who are of the same faith as david people on the run for god the second is it says and all his father's house all the people of his father's house god is our father so literally all people who dwell in the house of god so believers can take refuge in the cave of Adullam, in the justice of God. Hallelujah. It's continued to say, everyone that was in distress, everyone that was in, so if you are in distress, you have the, the legal permission or the legal access into the justice of God. Everyone that was in debt, if you are in debt, you are owing sins. Hallelujah. You have legal access into the justice of God. Everyone who was bitter in soul, if there is bitterness in your soul, you have legal access to enter the justice of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just as I'm, 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 I'm reading this, I'm just God is just giving me much more revelation to it. Hallelujah. Rasunte Erebosha, Masinta Aramasheta, Le Masinta Rabasheta, Locondia Rababasheta, Loseta Rabasheta. Thank you, O Lord, for access into your justice, into your realm of justice, that we may all seek and we will be justified. <laughs> the brethren. So, looking into the deep meaning of the brethren. We see resemblance, we see relative, we see same tribe. So we conclude that the brethren here represents people who are on the same faith as David. What was David's faith? David was on the run for God. He was in the battle of destiny. He was being sought and persecuted for God's word on his life. Hallelujah. He was being shot and persecuted for God's word on his life. I don't know about you, but I am being shot and persecuted for God's word on my life. Therefore, I need I need the cave of Adullam. I need the realm of justice. Is that so? People of that caliber are to possess the cave of Adullam. If you if you are being persecuted for God's word on your life. God has said concerning you, you'll be great. God has said concerning you, you will do this and that for him. And you are being persecuted for that same word. I tell you, seek the realm of justice. Seek the cave of Adullam. Seek to be justified by God. Don't seek to do it on your own. Don't seek to justify yourself. You don't have that capability. Even David, who was a warrior, even David that killed Goliath had to seek the cave of Adullam. He had to seek the realm of justice for his liberation. Hallelujah. The next is all his father's house. As I said, God is our one true father. 
Ephesians chapter 1 verse 2 grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ Romans 8 verse 14 to 16 says for as many as are led by the Spirit of God they are the sons of God for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry Abba Father the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. All his Father's house represents all people who dwell in the house of the Lord. I don't know about you, but God is my Father. I don't know about you, but I am a child of the Most High God. I am a child of, of the Most High God. Therefore, I have legal access to enter the realm of justice, to seek justification, to seek liberation. Psalm 27 verse 4. It says, the one thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Oh, how powerful the word of God is. To gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. That is my portion in the mighty name of Jesus. And I believe that is your portion. You will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of your life. There won't be a time where you are out of the house. No, you will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of your life. So to dwell in the house of the Lord is to be in God and God in you. Hallelujah to dwell in his presence i want to dwell in the presence of the lord 24 7. i want to dwell in the presence of the lord all the days of my life i want to experience god every day not some days not sometimes i want to be on fire for god all the time Lusanta ira masheta la mama sonte makina masheta rabasheta la masonte rebosa kaikidari rabasanta Oh Lord I will dwell in your house I will dwell in your house forever and ever 24/7 I will dwell in your house Hallelujah So all the people all the children of God are able to seek the cave of the Adela Hallelujah the second is everyone that was in distress that is everyone in, in constraints everyone anyone that is feeling uh, that is feeling limited anyone that is feeling restricted if you are feeling pressed if you are feeling stressed if you are feeling upset all the time if you are feeling annoyed about something all the time hallelujah if, if you are, you know, there is always a difficulty or a trouble that is making you to be oppressed, to be stressed. If you are, if you are oppressed, if you are in distress, meaning you are in extreme anxiety, you are anxious all the time, you are in sorrow, you are in pain that runs deep into your heart, into your soul. If you are subject to harsh treatment or authoritarian treatment, yes, you, you have access to the realm of justice. You have access to the God of justice to justify you. 
to ju- to execute judgment for your case to execute justice for your case you have access to god if you are someone that have dealt with trauma if you are someone that is not in a good place you have access to god you have access to the justice of god hallelujah it says in Psalm 72 verse 4 may he vindicate the afflicted of the people save the children of the needy and crush the oppressor hallelujah god would vindicate the afflicted he will save the children of the needy and he will crush the oppressor i believe that on the cross jesus crushed the enemy he crushed the head of the serpent hallelujah psalm 136 says the lord performs righteous deeds and judgments for all who are oppressed if you are oppressed god will perform righteous deeds god will perform judgment for you psalm 9 verse 9 the lord also will be a stronghold for the oppressed a stronghold in times of trouble oh if you are in trouble if you are in times of trouble the lord is your stronghold oh enter the cave of adulam and receive justice for that oppression in the mighty name of jesus psalm 107 verses then they cried out to the lord in their trouble he delivered them out of their distress hallelujah are you in distress cry out to the lord are you in distress enter the cave of adulam seek the god of justice and he will deliver you he will deliver you hallelujah we continue to the next point says everyone that was in depth Debt is anything owed by one person to another. Debt can involve real property, money, services, or other consideration. Hallelujah. Being a creditor. And I really love the book of Matthew because Matthew was a, was a tax collector and he, he used debt a lot. <laughs> he used debt a lot in his writing because he understood to owe something to be a creditor he understood it says in colossians chapter 2 verse 13 to 14 you who were dead in your trespass and the uncircumcision of your flesh god made alive together with him having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands this he set aside nailing it to the cross hallelujah as human beings you know we had debts we had debts of sins we have debt that did that needed to be paid according to the legal demands of the spiritual realm we had debts we had a record of debt sin that stood against us that when you go to the courtroom of heaven the enemy will use against you that you did this and that you sinned against god but thanks be to god the god of justice who gave us a legal representative an advocate for us jesus christ who justified us on the cross therefore any debt that we had has been blotted out any debt that we had has been cleansed so i'm here to tell you you are debt free as you seek the god of justice as you seek the king of adulam you are debt free anyone that was in depth that came to the cave of Adonai 
they were no longer debtors they were no longer creditors why because they saw the god of justice and what did the god of justice do the god of justice justified them when david became king he exalted them it is the same with jesus when jesus became king or when jesus you know was was sent to heaven he seated at the right hand of god the father almighty he exalted us into a high place he exalted us to where he was declare and declare i have death free i am death free so i don't know if you are owing something i don't know what debt you are owing i don't know what the accuser of brethren is bringing against you but once you are in the cave of adulam once you have encountered the justice the realm of justice i tell you that the god of justice has justified you by the cross you are debt free you don't owe in the spiritual realm you don't owe anything jesus has taken your place jesus has justified you hallelujah the next is everyone who was bitter in soul everyone who was bitter in soul hallelujah so anyone that was bitter that bitterness had 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 covered them bitterness has eaten them up what is bitterness feeling or showing anger hurt or resentment because of bad experiences or a sense of unjust treatment having a grudge against someone grudge bearing maintaining a feeling of ill will or resentment towards someone so if you are someone of that sort you don't you don't know how to you know unleash or you know be clear or be free from this bitterness be free from grudges be free from ill will resentments towards others i tell you enter the cave of adelam seek the realm of justice that god he says he cleanses your sins he renews your mind and there's no more guilt no more pain nothing christ does that for you he justifies you and he says in in jeremiah that i will take away your heart you know your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh god is jesus is is able to cleanse your heart jesus is able to give you a new heart it says in isaiah 38 verse 17 behold for peace i had great bitterness but thou hast in love to my soul delivered it from the pit of corruption for thou hast cast all my sins behind my back christ has casted away our sins christ has you know replaced that bitterness with love and has delivered us from a pit of corruption so yes the last people that that entered were people that were bitter people that were bitter people that had grudge against the world it might be you having grudge against you know the government having grudge against family having grudge against people that treated you unfairly having grudge against that person that spoke bad having grudge and offenses against people that said this that they shouldn't have that did this that they shouldn't have you 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 are the one that god is seeking to justify even people who have lost loved ones people who are bitter against god 
seek the realm of justice seek the realm of justice seek the realm of justice and may that heart of stone be turned to a heart of flesh hallelujah and as these people all these people people who were bitter in soul people who were you know were in depth people who were in distress people who were you know in the father's house people or brethren who were in the same situation as david when all those people came into the cave of Adullam or encountered the cave of Adullam, it says that David became their commander. <laughs> David became their commander. It's, 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 it's funny that David means beloved. And Jesus was the beloved of the father or is the beloved of the father. And Jesus is our king. Jesus is our commander. Hallelujah. Jesus is our commander. Jesus is our king. And all these people gathered around. Jesus told the Pharisees that I came not for the healthy but for the sick. And the people that were following Jesus, the followers of Jesus were tax collectors, prostitutes, people who were sinners, people who were in distress, people who were bitter in soul. These were people that were following Jesus. And Jesus became their commander. Jesus became their king. Hallelujah. They sought Jesus. They sought the justice of God. And they found the commander. They found the beloved. Hallelujah. Jesus is, is the beloved of the Father. Jesus is our commander. Jesus is our king. And thanks be to God, our king has justified us. Our king has justified us by the cross. Our king has justified us. So I don't know what category of the situation you might be in but thanks be to god as you seek the realm of justice jesus becomes your commander and he justifies you hallelujah he justifies you hallelujah i want us to spend one minute praying i don't know where you are at in your life right now i don't know what you are experiencing but we are praying that oh may we seek may we seek as we seek yes as we seek the cave of adulam as we seek the justice of god may we encounter the beloved hallelujah may we encounter the commander of of, of god's armies may we encounter jesus mason terebosha masin tarabason terebosha mara masita ramashita as i seek you oh lord in the cave of adulam meet me where i am meet me where i am in the mighty name of jesus meet me in my distress meet me oh lord in my bitterness meet me in my depth meet me meet me oh lord meet me mashay terebosa pray for yourself pray for yourself i don't know where you are at but pray that as you seek god oh you will meet him you will meet his son in the mighty name of jesus as these people sought jesus as the woman who was you know who committed adultery was brought to jesus he encountered jesus she was justified jesus said my daughter go and sin no more no one came to accuse you she was justified 
Hallelujah. As the task collectors, as Matthew met Jesus, he encountered Jesus. He had purpose. Jesus said, follow me. And he followed Jesus. And he had purpose that he wrote the whole book of Matthew. Giving a vivid documentation of Jesus that we are all enjoying to date. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As that woman that brought Jesus that perfume. She, she, they said, do you know, Jesus, do you know who you are? You are talking with, do you know who it is? Because she, they saw her as an evil doer. They saw her as a sinful woman. And she encountered Jesus in, 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 her, in that place. In that place where she owed so much debt. When she encountered Jesus, Jesus said that your, your name, wherever I am preached, your name will also be mentioned. Wherever I go, you also go with me. Until now, she's in the scriptures. We mention her and we, we think about such a beautiful thing she did for the Lord. Hallelujah. May I meet my beloved. May I meet my beloved in the cave of Adula. Hallelujah. We move on to how to possess the cave of Adela. So they didn't just have, they didn't just go there. They had to possess it. And this was literally uh, about David. David had to possess the cave of Adelan. He had to make it his own. And that is how he was able to become a commander of the people God brought. He had to possess the cave of Adelan. David had to possess the justice of God. Hallelujah. The realm of justice. He had to possess it. It says here in, in, in the first point that the spirit is one. That the spirit is the one that leads you there. So first and foremost, you possess it. How? You, you don't even know where it is. How do you possess it? So the spirit is the person that will lead you there. So the scripture made us understand that David escaped to the cave of Adulam. So literally, he just went there. He was escaping. He was he just wanted a place to hide. And he was just going. So some of us might say it's a coincidence. Some of us might say that, oh, he just found a place. But we know <laughs> that nothing, there's no minute details in scripture. The spirit of the Lord led him there. The question is how? How did he get there? So the, the, the answer is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit led David to take refuge in the justice of God. David was the one that fellowshiped and walked with the Spirit of God. He walked and fellowshiped with God. So the Spirit was able to lead him there easily. So you can't go there without the Spirit leading you. Jesus said, oh, those who come to me, my father sent them. They didn't come on their own. They came because God sent them. David was led to the realm of justice by the Spirit of God. He was just seeking a place to hide. He didn't know where to go, whom to turn to. But his eyes was on the Lord. And the Spirit of the Lord led him to the justice of God, to the cave of Adullam. First Samuel chapter 16 verse 13 Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren and what the spirit of the Lord came upon David 
from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. The Spirit of God was upon David. And even now, the Spirit of God is what's within us, leading us, directing us. Proverbs 3 verse 5 to says that says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will what? direct your path. The Spirit is, it, 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 you know, He wants to lead us. He wants to direct our path. And Him in us leads us. He leads us. He directs us. Hallelujah. Someone can say that, oh, the Spirit was also upon Saul because he was king. But the Spirit had left Saul at that time. Saul was not operating by the Spirit of God. He was operating by an evil spirit. While David had the Spirit of God upon him. And he didn't just have the Spirit of God upon him. He fellowship with the Spirit. So it was easier to hear or it was easier to be sensitive to the direction and leading of the Spirit because he fellowshiped with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Psalm 51 verse 10 to 12 says, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. For do not cast me away from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Hallelujah. So literally the spirit was with David and David knew the advantage of the spirit of God being with him. He knew the spirit is the one that led him. The Spirit is the one that brought him victory. The Spirit is the one that protected him. The, the Spirit is the one that strengthened him. So he said, oh Lord, one thing that he doesn't want to happen is that the Holy Spirit will be taken away from him or the presence of God will be taken away from him. No. Hallelujah. So simply take heed to the directions of the Spirit and do accordingly. And how do you how do you take heed to the direction? How are you even able to hear or to go according to the direction of the spirit by being sensitive? And you are sensitive when you fellowship with the spirit, when you are in constant communication. So Paul says that we should pray and not faint. A man shall pray and not faint. Hallelujah. We must always pray. We must always pray and not faint. Hallelujah. So we are in constant communication with God. We are in constant communication and we can heed to his directions and do accordingly. The next is the spirit helps you to dwell there and take possession. How do you take possession of the cave of Adulam? First, the spirit leads you there. The second point is that the spirit helps you to dwell there. So now he has David has taken possession. David has entered the cave of Adullam, the realm of the justice of God. He has entered. But how does he dwell there? How does he take possession? How does he make it his own? The Spirit helped him to dwell there. The Spirit helped him to take possession. So you can ask, how did they survive? How did they survive in, in the cave of Adullam? Hiding. How did they get provision? It's a cave. Like wild animals could have even eaten them. But the Spirit of the Lord kept them. The Spirit of the Lord was with David always. The Spirit of the Lord was with the beloved. The Spirit of the Lord was with Jesus always. So Jesus was able to take possession 
of the cave of Adullam, Jesus was able, hallelujah, to dwell in the realm of justice. And as he dwelled in the realm of justice, as he took possession, he was able to justify us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm just referencing this to Jesus because Jesus is a descendant of David. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we see David in the cave of Adullam. Literally, is Jesus in the cave of Adullam. <laughs> is Jesus finding refuge in the cave of Adullam where the God of this world sought, sought Jesus but couldn't find him because the Spirit led him to the justice of God in the cave of Adullam. And when he was there and he took possession, we all came to him and we all were justified. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Spirit helps you to dwell there and to take possession. It said in Psalm 139, verse 7 to 8, Where could I go from your spirit? Or where could I flee from your presence? If I ascend up into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Shio, the place of the dead, behold, you are there. Hallelujah. David was saying that where, where could he go from the, the, the presence of God? Where could he go from the spirit? This should tell you that the spirit was always with David. And that was how David was able to dwell, survive, and take possession of the place. That was how Jesus was able to dwell in the realm of the justice of God. And he was able to survive there and to take possession of that realm. And by God's grace, ah, when he took possession of the cave of Adullam, he justified us all by virtue of the cross. And when he was exalted as king of all the earth, we were exalted with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So we move on to the last but one um, subtopic for today. It says, how was David able to become a commander in the justice of God? Like how? We, we, we've seen how he was able to possess it. But possessing and being a commander, they are two different things. Like, they are two different things. Number one is that David was chosen. First Samuel chapter 13, verse 14. But now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord had sought him a man after his own heart and the Lord had commanded him to be captain over his people because thou had not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. Hallelujah. So God sought a man after his own heart to become captain of his people. David was chosen by God. There was nothing like he didn't deserve like he was just chosen out of the number by God after his own heart. Jesus was a man chosen by God after his own heart. Hallelujah. David was chosen. And thanks be to God. We are also chosen. First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Hallelujah. 
I like the other, you know, verse that says his marvelous light. It's, his light is marvelous. His light is wonderful. God chose David. And that was how he was able to become commander. Because he was chosen. God is the one that chooses you. God chose Jesus. Born of a woman. Born under the law. Hallelujah. To, to, to redeem his people. To save his people. David was chosen. Hallelujah. We are chosen. Not because of what we do. But just because we are after God's heart. Just because God is mindful of us. Just because we are God's masterpiece. We are chosen. So that is how he became commander of the justice of God. The realm of the justice of God. Because he was chosen. The next is David was anointed. The anointing made David a commander. And being anointed is to be consecrated or made sacred, dedicated to God. Of, literally often is in a ceremony that includes dabbling or sprinkling with holy oil. This is, you know, in those days. That is how you anoint someone and physically with oil, they sprinkle oil on them and stuff. But to be anointed is to be consecrated, to be made sacred, to be dedicated to God. First Samuel chapter 16 verse 13. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So David was anointed. He was anointed with oil. God anointed him. God set him apart. God consecrated him. And literally the same with Jesus, the descendants of David. Hallelujah. I believe that David was just a representation of Jesus. So Jesus was anointed. Among everyone, Jesus was anointed. Jesus was anointed. And because he was anointed, he was able to become commander of the realm of justice. God anointed him for the work ahead. God consecrated him, set him apart. So he was the only one born under the law that did not sin. <laughs> that did not sin because the anointing helped him. He was anointed for that work. He was anointed. He did not sin. He was consecrated, he was set apart. So in a world where everybody was in darkness, Jesus was the light. <laughs> Hallelujah. He was anointed. It says in Acts chapter 2, verse 2 to 4, suddenly a sound like a like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that descended and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He was anointed. David was anointed. And in Acts chapter 2, we see the Spirit of the Lord falling. We see the promise of the Father coming. And when the Holy Spirit ah, descended upon the, 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 the apostles, descended upon the, the people that were in the upper room, they also became anointed. They also were baptized by the Spirit. They were anointed by the Spirit. So just to say that you are anointed, you are an anointed vessel. God has personally anointed you. God has personally consecrated you. God has personally set you apart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are anointed. You are anointed for great works. You are anointed 
it says you are a chosen generation oh you are a royal priesthood you are a holy nation holy means you have been set apart you are holy you are god's special possession you are special that you would declare the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light so those who came into the cave of Adullam, those who entered the realm of justice, they were in distress, they were in bitterness, oh, they were in depth, so many things. But when they entered, they encountered their beloved. They were anointed. <laughs> they were anointed. Hallelujah. The spirit of the Lord has anointed you. He has set you apart. They were set apart from the world. So I declare and declare that you, are set apart for greater works and i believe as god set them apart he trained them in the cave of adulam he trained them as he set them apart he nurtured them he he built his army with them he built his army with them hallelujah he built his army with them he set them apart he trained them he nurtured them in the cave of Adulam, as they sought his justice. Not only did God justify them, but God trained them. God nurtured them. God anointed them, set them apart. And he poured out his spirit on them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why do I say this? Because they were victorious wherever they went. Any, any, you, you realize when you read the preceding scriptures that any war they encountered or any you know, thing they went to do, they were victorious. You can't be victorious without the Spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the last um, subtopic, or the last for today is, how do you fellowship with the Spirit? We heard that David fellowship with the Spirit, and that is how he was able to be sensitive to the Spirit, who led him into the cave of Adlam, into the realm of justice. Jesus was sensitive with the spirit we read in scriptures that he would spend all night praying and all day teaching wow that is powerful jesus fellowship with the spirit jesus fellowship with the father he had intimacy with the father he fellowship with the spirit how do you fellowship with the spirit by seeking him it's as simple as by seeking him daily there is no blueprint all you have to do is to seek god daily seek god seek him daily you don't seek him tomorrow um, you don't seek him yesterday and today nothing no you seek him daily james chapter 4 verse 8 says draw near to god and he will draw near to you cleanse your hands you sinners and purify your hearts you double-minded you draw near to him Jeremiah 29 verse 13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. You seek him in prayer. You seek him in fasting. You seek him in worship. You seek him in Bible study. You seek him in dancing. You seek him in singing, in meditation, in reciting the Psalms, in singing songs of spirit, in speaking in tongues. You seek the Lord daily. David saw the Lord daily. The difference between King Saul and King David was that David fellowship with the Spirit. David fellowship with the Spirit. Hallelujah. He fellowship with the Spirit. So he was able to move in tune with the Spirit. Hallelujah. In conclusion, I end with this. Jesus was a root of David. 
a king after the order of David became David's ministry as a king was to execute judgment and justice. Let me take this again. Jesus was a root of David. He was a king after the order of David. And David's ministry as a king was to execute judgment and justice. And that was Jesus's, literally his ministry as a king. Jesus's ministry as a king was to execute judgment or still is, is to execute judgment and justice. Jeremiah chapter 23 verse 5 Behold the days come, said the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous brand, and a king shall reign and prosper and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. Second Chronicles 9 verse 8 Blessed be the Lord thy God, with delight, which delighted in thee to set thee on his throne, to be king for the Lord thy God, because thy God loved Israel, to establish them forever. Therefore, may he did king over them to do judgment and justice. Hallelujah. The foundation of God's throne is righteousness and justice. Hallelujah. Judgment and justice. So as a king, as a king, David's kingship was to execute judgment and justice. And Jesus was a branch of David. And as Jesus came on this earth, Jesus came to do just that. He executed judgment and justice, and he still is executing judgment and justice. So I tell you that seek the realm of justice. Because when you seek the realm of justice, you will find Jesus. You will find the beloved. He will be your commander. He will be the Lord of your soul. He will be your leader. And any justification that you need, he will justify you. He will train you. He will mold you. Hallelujah. I want us to pray and just thank God. Thank Jesus for justifying us, for justifying our sin, for, for paying our debt, oh, for cleansing our hearts of bitterness. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for justifying us. Thank you, oh, the beloved of the Father, Mashanta Ida Masunti, Makaria. For justifying me. Oh, even when I was in distress, oh Lord, I came to you in the cave of Adulam, in the realm of justice, and you justified me. And you gave me purpose. Oh, we thank Thank you, Father. We bless your name. We give you praise. We give you honor. We adore you. Karabashi Tereposa. Tarabashita. Jesus, the anointed of the Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mason Tali Arabashi Tereposa. Mesin Tereposa. Ramashi Tereposa. Masanta Kaikila Irusinti. Mosin Tereposa. Terebo Sharabasanta. Maskin Takarabashita. In the mighty name of Jesus. Losan Tarabashita. I want us to pray this prayer. I want us to pray for you know grace to fellowship with with the spirit daily one key thing of david's life or his ministry was the spirit of god they said don't take away your spirit from me don't take away your presence from me we need the spirit 24 7. we we need to seek him 
24-7. We need His presence. We need to be in tune with the Spirit. We need to fellowship with the Spirit. We are praying. Now may that be our, our portion. We are praying that, oh Lord, help us to fellowship with your Spirit. Help us to fellowship. Help us to be in communion with your Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, I don't want to be on the Spirit some days or sometimes. I want to be on the Spirit all the time. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me to fellowship with you. Help me to commune with you all the time in the mighty name of Jesus. Not sometimes, but all the time. Help me to seek you on a daily. In the mighty name of Jesus, I want us to pray this last prayer for revival. As I was praying, I just heard in my spirit, I am the sound of revival. I've been hearing this since last night when we were praying. And I just heard this again. I am the sound of revival. I want you to pray, prayerfully, that you are the sound of the revival. Oh, you are the, the one God will use to bring revival upon the earth. I want you to pray this with your entire being, with your soul, your spirit. I am the sound of revival. We pray that revival will break out in the world. We pray that revival will break out in the school of the spirit. We pray that revival will break out in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, our lives will not be the same. There will be revival. Oh, I hear sounds of revival. My Indeed, I am the sound of the revival. The world is waiting for me to be heard. I am the sound of revival. I am the sound of revival. The world is waiting for me to be heard. Oh, just as we are praying, I see fire. I see fire dropping on people's hearts. I see fire dropping on people's hearts. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive that fire. Receive that fire. Indeed, you are the sound of revival. You are the sound of revival to the earth. You are the sound of revival in this world. In the mighty name of Jesus, I am the sound of revival. I am the sound of revival. I am the sound of revival. The world is waiting for me to be heard. The world is waiting for me to be heard.
in the mighty name of Jesus. I just see water and I see fire on, on the water. That God is even lighting the water like the rivers are being lit with fire. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Indeed, our God is a consuming fire. We declare and declare that we are sounds of revival to the world that's large and the world is waiting for us to be heard. We declare and declare a break, a break, a burst of revival to the nations, to the world, in school of the spirit in our lives. Revival, revival, revival. Come one, come all. Revival, revival, revival. Oh Lord, may your will be done on this earth. May that which you have purposed come to pass. It said in your word that your word is a year and amen. We thank you, Father. We bless your name. We give you praise. We give you honor. Oh Lord, we are available. We are available. Use us to start your revival. Use us to sound your revival. Use us to kindle your revival. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I feel the presence of God so strong. The presence of God so strong. I feel angelic ministration here. Angelic ministration here. I pray for anyone listening that may that which you desire be ministered unto, unto you. May that which you are seeking God for, may the angelic work it out for you. May they minister unto you. May you experience and encounter angelic ministration in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I see them going. I see them moving. I see them setting up. Hallelujah. You will see a miracle. You will, you will testify this week. You will testify. You will testify. You will testify in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for what you are doing. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for, for the ministry of angels, for your presence so strong. Thank you, Father, for your word, for this impartation. Thank you, Father, for the cave of Adula. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, beloved of the Father. Thank you, Jesus, for being our commander. Thank you. We love you so much. We thank you for who you are in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah.